0: This is Impossible. This is episode three of season two. That's such a great intro. I love it. It's custom, just made for this. It has that kind of Mission Impossible influence, but it's completely unique. Okay. Hey, from Australia. This is Cindy. And... I'm so excited to be here. I just love talking into a microphone. That's why I'm here. It's also semi-therapeutic for me to just think out loud, which is why I love coaching, why I am a coach, a personal coach, and why I just had a very long conversation with my personal coach this morning, and I'm going to tell you about it and the drama that happened, but good drama, good drama. Some problems are really good problems, and I'll tell you about that in the segment today called Impossible, oh no, Mission No, yes. Impossible mission. Not mission impossible. The impossible mission. (laughs) Because I really don't believe in impossible. I believe that we will something or we don't will something. We desire something enough or we don't desire it enough. Um, And that's really what the secret is behind anything that seems impossible. We just don't have enough desire or, or, or not. About it. Okay. So, and I could go on and on about that, but let me tell you about the other segments we have today. So we will have um, Impossible Mission as a segment. And the other segments today, not in any particular order. I'll just have these segments whenever I feel like having them. Uh, Cuddling with Crypto. I will bring that up again. I'll talk about my losses and win- wins this week. Swiping with Cindy when it comes to dating. Yeah, sure. I'll chat about that. anxiety. We did anxiety last week and the week before. I'm not sure if I have anything uh, for that this week. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe not. We'll see how I feel. And, you know, uh, fresh pick thoughts. That's when I just say whatever comes to mind, whenever... Uh, uh, yeah, I usually have that right at the beginning of the show. Oh, clean up, cleanup segment. Yes, that one. I have three small things that in and of themselves probably aren't worth mentioning, but since there are three of them,'ll I'll do them all together. Okay, let let's start with clean the cleanup segment. Cleanup segment is just me having listened to the prior episodes and thinking, oh shoot, I really didn't say that right or I missed something important or oh, that's misleading. <laughs> let's correct that. So cleanup segment, little things uh, to mention from the last one or two. First of all, I lost desire to do the thing that I love during the last season of this podcast and that's because of the time that it took to do it. And now uh, I'm doing the podcast because I have help. So my little cleanup here is sometimes it sounds like I'm talking to someone and I am. <laughs> There's a, a, I I called him the quiet gentleman because he's such a gentleman and he's so fun and he's here in this room and I'm sometimes sounding like I'm talking to someone. It's because I am. I'm kind of looking at him in the corner but he he offers a service where um, he does all of the work that I don't have time to do for this podcast and so if you hear me talking to someone it's because I am but he 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 isn't formally a part of this podcast so I try to not talk to him but it's so tempting to look over and reference him so he's here there is someone here in the room with me and it's a beautiful awesome little room I love it Um, so if you hear me talking to someone I call him the quiet gentleman he is the one who's producing to some degree this show um, on the back end engineering for me and I'm so grateful to him and he's a wonderful human Um, as far as I know so far right Um, although he might argue with me that all human okay no I won't go go down that path okay what what he said about humanity we talked about humanity today this is how deep I get within the first 30 seconds of saying hello and greeting someone that's I go deep quick that's why I need a podcast I have a lot in my brain so that's the first part of the cleanup segment second one was in in the last episode I mentioned going into lockdown and some thing about a 22,000 person event. And I didn't explain that. (laughs) I was just like, we're going into lockdown. There was a 22,000 person event. You guys must have been like, what was there? 22,000 people infected? Actually, so let me qualify that. We went into lockdown for three days uh, prior to my last, or right before my last segment and, or something around the last segment. And there a couple days before we went into lockdown, there was some kind of sports event that had 22,000 people, at least I heard, something like that in the stadium. That's what I was referencing, the fact that there was a huge event in the middle of a pandemic, 22,000 people. Do you wanna know what the amazing thing is? We went into lockdown for three days, came out of it, and there's like one new case, and it's directly related to the prior case. Yet somehow we had a 20,000 person sporting event a few days before this whole incident, and it doesn't seem to have affected any of us. I am amazed at Brisbane, Queensland. I'm in the state of Queensland, in Australia, in the city of Brisbane, and I'm just amazed that this happened. At, in the last episode, I was saying how oh my goodness we're going into lockdown. It's good. I, I was fearing that there was going to be a huge outbreak because of this particular event with twenty thousand, roughly twenty thousand, whatever it was, twenty two thousand people, and it, it doesn't seem to have erupted into anything at all. Now a week later, over a week later, or something like that. So I just want to clean up that fact that that I was thinking that there was a huge sporting event. Now we're all going to get COVID, but it didn't happen. We went into lockdown three days, and it didn't spread. Yay. Okay, the third cleanup thing that I wanted to tell you guys about was, you know, in in, in the last episode, I I was doing the swiping with Cindy segment, and I said, you know what? I'm not going to swipe live with you guys because because I'm kind of seeing someone who has a little bit of ginger in his beard. So I was kind of hypnotized. And I said, I'm not going to swipe. And and so I went on to talk about something else when it comes to dating in that segment or whatever. And then after the episode, I was walking home from my little studio room here. And I thought, wow, I didn't really sound too excited, did I? Hmm. I'm someone who needs to feel 100% about something before moving forward. And any guy who's dated me knows that I am that way. And you know, the reason if I've rejected the guy, it's because my answer is, I don't feel 100% about going on a next date. I need to feel 100%. Anyway, I was disappointed in reflection that I didn't feel 100% excited. Like, why, why wasn't I like, guys, oh my goodness, I met someone and I'm so excited. Instead, I was like, well there's someone who i'm going to be respecting so i will not be swiping on this episode today you know if i'm not mushing and gushing then i need to move on and that's all i'm going to say right now because i'm going to talk about the rest of that during the impossible mission segment of this show so that cleans up my cleanup segment that's the end of the three things i wanted to clean up and let's go next into cuddling with crypto Okay, cuddling with crypto. Well, what's new in crypto land? You know, I... (laughs) You know something's wrong in a dating scenario if I leave the date and I'm super excited to sit alone with my laptop, eat food, and watch videos on blockchain. Like, what? (laughs) What? Something must be wrong if I crave sitting down with my laptop after a date just to watch a nerd talk about blockchain technology on a stage. Uh, that's what happened this weekend. I was so excited. I ate all the food in my fridge and sat and just watched what is blockchain technology because I want to understand it. And I am blown away, guys. Please understand it. Learn it. Am I am I disillusioned? Because it sounds like this is exactly where the future is going. So sit with me for a second, guys. Just, just just go go with me for a second on this. Any kind of information you keep a record of, right, lives on a database somewhere, right? At one point before computers were so popular, they lived on a paper, on a notebook. Maybe it was typed on a piece of paper and books. Now it lives on computers, databases, right? Those databases live somewhere. There's like one database with all of your banks, all of your history transactions with your bank. They all live on in, in your bank's computer, right? Well, with blockchain, that history isn't centralized into to one, say, Bank's database. The information is instead living on multiple computers so that one if one computer gets it wrong, the other computers can correct it. If one computer just suddenly, poof, disappears, the others all exist. That's the blockchain. It's a much more reliable way of keeping data. Data, whether it's your banking history or history of any kind of transaction or a record of things. It could be possibly medical records, possibly any kind of record, record on a house that you bought or that someone you know bought the things that were wrong with it they're all permanently on the blockchain so there's huge accountability a central location, like just on your bank alone, it can be messed with. It can be easily destroyed. A blockchain, I'm sure, look, if some terrible, catastrophic uh, catastrophic event happened to all computers, then maybe that would affect the blockchain. But even then, you'd be safer with the blockchain than with one individual computer, one centralized location for your data. I am totally nerding out on you guys. I hope you're as excited about it as I am as I'm talking about this, because it's going to affect you. And I think that everyone's going to be on the blockchain in a matter of years. Um, everyone's going to have some form of data on a blockchain, and that just refers to the technology that's keeping the data. And you know, so crypto cryptocurrency is one of those things that live on a blockchain. It's a record of transactions. It's you paid this for this amount. Now you own this coin, and that's what I've been doing. I'm fascinated with it. If you can't tell, and blockchain is a fascinating subject. Now I just want to know it. I want to understand it. I want. I I, I just want to consume everything about it. And I wish that I could say the same like that. About about a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Again, everything's pointing toward that Mission Impossible segment. I can't wait to tell you guys. Okay. What else can I say about crypto I got so excited I watched um, I also watched a webinar from a cryptocurrency advising kind of group um, and the guy who leads it you know gave us this webinar and he sent out the video to watch again so I watched it again I actually watched it like three times <laughs> and um, and it gave some advice on what to look for before you buy a coin because you can lose all your money if, if you there are over now there are over 9,000 coins like a week ago There were 8,000 coin tokens. Whatever you want to call them, tokens, coins. I'll call call them tokens because a token can mean coin and it can mean something else. But there were over eight thousand coins or tokens that you could buy like only a week ago. Now they are over nine thousand. So how do you even choose what to buy, right? And it's so attractive and enticing because a price can shoot up five hundred percent right after you buy it, right? And then you're like, oh my gosh, what if I'd only put a thousand dollars into that? I could have gotten five thousand overnight. Well, the same thing can happen in reverse where you buy it and then all of a sudden it drops five hundred. 100%. 100%. So it's really scary. So what do you how do you decide how to buy these things? So I watched this webinar in order to soak up in my brain what are the rules. So I soaked it up, I took in a lot of the information and then I went and I bought two coins and they beautifully started rising right away. And it felt so good. I felt like such a responsible crypto girl. And so I felt like I had grown Um, But then today I woke up and Bitcoin was down five grand. And, you know, they all follow the suit. So there we go. That's the roller coaster of crypto goes up. You feel responsible, like life is good and great. And then all of a sudden it goes down. But it's just a matter of time. It will go up again. And uh, it's almost like everyone, everyone seems to agree who's smart. Everyone who has a good amount of experience in crypto and blockchain all seem to agree that we haven't yet reached a peak of this market. In other words, we haven't yet hit the time when all the coins are going to be making a lot of people a lot of money. So now's the time to get in. So they all kind of agree. So I don't know if they're all right. Who knows? But I'm so excited to be in it right now. And I know that the market will rise again, most likely, 95% likelihood it will rise again. And I will see those coins recently or tokens, whatever that I bought, go up in value. So it's so exciting. I love waking up to crypto on my laptop or on my phone. I turn to my right and I get the phone off my bedstand, or I turn to the left where my laptop charges. Charges on the other side of the empty bed that I happily reach over and grab. And that's why I call this cuddling with crypto because I wake up and I go to sleep next to my devices that have my crypto transactions and current balances that... Hopefully you're growing every time I wake up, but not this morning. Mm. Okay, anyway. <laughs> all right, so that's my cuddling with crypto segment. I wonder if anyone's like, well, what were the things that you learned from the webinar that made you identify a good coin from a bad coin? Do you guys really wanna know that? Or am I boring? Are you falling asleep? I don't know. But okay, all right. Now that you asked. <laughs> I'm imagining you asking. Um, I'll try, I'm will try. i trying to think, what was the number one thing? I, you know, for me, I just, before I even watched the webinar, I said to myself, well reputation is the number 1 thing you have to look at the chart how far back did this does this organization go the the, the the history of the coin or the history of the people who created it how far back does this well the chart the chart the chart the chart for the coin how far back does it go and what's its history does it have a steady increase or does it seem to be jumping all over the place and so I said to myself you know it's a steady increase in value that's going to make a good coin that's what I just before even watched a webinar or anything like that and that's pretty much what the webinar pointed out yeah I mean it, they didn't use this word but I think reputation is number one you have to look at the reputation and history. Reputation includes the history. Does it have a steadily growing, trustworthy trend? That's all. That's the one thing I would say in my own words. Again, the the webinar didn't tell me that. That's all you have to do. I feel like it's the most common basic sense thing. But what happens is people go in and they hear about a coin that's like about to go on the market and do something crazy and wild and you could possibly make 10 times your money and then they go and buy it and then they lose the money. That's not reputation. That's quick. Like, um, oh, there's a word for this. Hype. Hype. That's the word. Hype. Don't fall for the hype it's very emotional. You really get taken like I did once actually in my little journey. Here's a really hot guy on my um, friends list and he was like buy dodge, buy dodgy coin doggy coin whatever it is and he was hot and like I, you know my brain turns off and I was like okay <laughs> So I bought some, uh, just at purely an emotional buy because I felt like it was fun and it was just like you know a very small amount of money that I thought I'd put into it and, and like it's just dropped. Okay, last night it started going up, but it was nothing significant. It's stupid. I just want to get rid of that coin right now. Um, and maybe in ten years I will have you know look back on this and thought, oh no, maybe it was a good coin. But that that coin did start off as a joke. It really did. It doesn't have actual long term. Uh, it doesn't even have long term vision or. <laughs> A technology or like a project behind it that's going to last and be sustainable. The only sustainable part of it is that it's an ongoing joke. And that does make money. So maybe, maybe it'll turn around. I don't know, but I want to get out of it. And that was a very emotional decision. Don't do that. Oh, what beauty and sexy humans do to the brain is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous what it does to us, especially the ginger one. All right. So, whoa, we are really done with cuddling with crypto because I could just keep talking and I'm not going to. That <laughs> way We have more content for the next one. All right right tick no more cuddling with crypto on to the next i'm thinking about swiping with cindy and how to approach this because that would be the next segment normally where i talk about my dating app experience and i swipe live and give you guys live you know just you know unrehearsed whoever pops on my screen oh no while i'm talking to you my phone is on And there's a guy who's messaging me right now let's talk okay let's go ahead he messaged me let's talk about swiping with cindy it's we're doing it swiping with cindy here we go oh my goodness guys okay i have a message from a guy i went on a date with and i remember his teeth and that's the number one thing that i remember it was horrible it was a horrible experience and i know that most of you listening to this will relate to the teeth thing his teeth didn't look clean let's not even talk about anything else the teeth did not look clean and you know just uh, do i need to say anything else okay i'm just getting a message i haven't opened it yet but it says attachment one image i'm terrified <laughs> what? what is this image why is he writing me should I open it? I'm gonna have to open it. I'm so scared right now. I want to throw up. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap it. Isn't that funny that it happened? Oh, how sweet. Oh, he sent a happy Easter message, but I haven't seen the guy in. Oh my goodness. Oh, look at that. It's been probably well, eighteen, 20, probably two, and a half, two years, at least two years. I only went on one date with this guy, and, and it looks like actually now that I open the history of messages, he sent a Merry Christmas at Christmas. He sent Happy Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day, and now he's saying, All right, Happy Easter. How nice. 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 I need to block this so that I don't lead him on um, showing the little red receipt. You know, when you open someone's text message and it sends them the little red that it's been read receipt. Is that leading him on? I just don't want to. uh, Yeah, I just need to block this. But anyway. okay. so I think Cindy. Hmm. What else can I say? There's a lot of related content I want to say on the uh, Impossible Mission segment. But um, let me look at my, I'm going to look at my apps, my dating apps, and see what cool things I can share with you guys. I'm doing it. I'm opening up the dating app. Here we go. (laughs) Okay. All right. So what got... (laughs) Anyone who knows me will probably <laughs> understand why this, you know, it's just like what do what do you even say to this when someone opens with this. So, um my my profile description is very articulate. Oh, I haven't even told you guys my profile description. <gasps> So I have worked for a long time on my dating app profile description so that I could weed out the people that I don't want writing me because we don't want the same things. Why spend ages texting back and forth only to find that we disagree on the fundamental things? So I just put all the fundamental things into my profile description to not waste any time. And it's quite articulate. So you'd expect that someone would read my profile description and have something to say about my profile description but Joel over here who has seen my profile his opening is yo with lots of o's and that's it so i replied back yo with lots of o's and then a day later he says what's good so i just replied today yo 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 (laughs) and i just want to see how long this goes for to see how unintelligent of a conversation he will have with me so i'm really excited joel I hope that you continue this really deep conversation with me and that you continue to not acknowledge all the effort I put into my profile because clearly you didn't read it. <laughs> and you, or you read it and you were like, the well, okay, let's not comment or respond to any of that stuff at all. And let's just say, yo, maybe he's on something. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> there we go. That, that in itself was worth my swiping with Cindy because this is the kind of experience I have here. Oh, and on a similar note, another gentleman, maybe not a gentleman, another guy who messaged me, his opening was woot and stuff. You get all types on these apps. I'm telling you. Now, one of the guys I met and dated, he became my boyfriend and we dated for at least three months. He was an engineer, well-educated, articulate, deep, very attractive. And his intro acknowledged some of the things in my profile description. So you have all types on, especially on this app, Tinder, but on these dating apps, you have all types. You have the yo, you have the, you have the woot guy, the yo guy, and then you have the guys who write beautiful, articulate. Thoughtful. Even just one sentence. You only. You don't even need more than one sentence. Just something that indicates and acknowledges the work you've put into your profile and the content and the heart. And even hey, what do you, even if you didn't read it, say something about the photo. <laughs> Another guy who's written me. I actually really liked him because surprise, surprise, ginger beard, and he's gorgeous from Brazil. Why do only good-looking Brazilians come to Australia? Can someone? Can someone please clarify why? Every Brazilian that I've met in Australia is just beautiful, like physically beautiful. They're really nice people too. Beauty on the inside and out. Well, this one has written me, but he's on a visa. I can't do that. And I told him, I said, I can't do that because I already tried that and, oh, I already said this in another episode, but yeah, like, it's just too heartbreaking and, you know, I can't have that pressure of having to keep you in the country. I've been there. I've done that. I came here to Australia. It's actually what happened with me. I ended up, it's how I ended up staying was I ended up in a relationship and I didn't know what was happening in my life month to month. I actually had only planned to be in Brisbane for one month. And then the two of us ended up dating and month by month, we made a decision decision on what to do and months turned into a few years and I ended up staying but I remember the pressure of that is a lot of pressure when you are not a citizen of a country and you're in a relationship it puts a huge amount of pressure on what do you do next with person you're dating and I'm not ready for that although the fact that he's a ginger and he's into fitness is really tempting and I'm really tempted to talk to him guys super tempted I don't know what to do tell me what to do breathe okay all right, you know what? While I'm here, maybe I'll do a little swiping because there is a good looking guy here. I'm just looking at the Tinder deck. He looks handsome. But you know, shorter guys, you know, guys who are shorter than me, like I have actually felt attraction to guys who are shorter. So what I'm about to say about height, it is completely beauties in the eye of the beholder. Um, height is in the eye of the beholder. If I was four foot two, a five foot guy would be great. If I was six foot, a, you know, a, a six foot guy might be too short. So just let's just just keep it all in perspective guys when I say what I'm about to say and that is that I don't know the height of this guy but he looks really good and the height can make a difference, okay? It really could. Um, I could be attracted to him even though he's small but he, anyway, so he looks really he looks really good. So I'm going to go right on that one and this next one, oh, he looks very unhappy. His, his face though is not my type although he has like a semi, he has a ginger beard but look, this guy, this next guy that came up on my deck, my swiping deck. Um he has a ginger beard but look the other things have to be physically attractive too and not attracted to that face. No. Okay. <laughs> his his face was just very very wide and look I I'm, I I where do I go with that? That's it left. Okay. That's <laughs> so I think Okay, one more guy, and then I will go into the next segment. Okay, this guy, he's super muscular, super muscular. Oh, he says, he says, I'm a funny, I'm he didn't say I'm a funny active man. He says in his profile description, description I'm funny active man. If you want to know more about me just ask why do i feel like a little bit like like wanting to vomit just 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 a little just like a tenth of that sensation when someone says if you want to know more just ask that's like what is that that's like going to the grocery store wanting to find what i don't know um the right jar of pasta you know how many different pastas there are right there's sorry pasta sauce so you know how many different types of pasta sauces there are there's ones with mushrooms there's one with garlic there's some with basil and there's some with you know onions and then there's the ones with meat and there's all these different flavors and different brands right imagine you wipe them all off (laughs) wipe them all off the shelves and just put a little sign that says if you want tomato sauce just ask That is such a great metaphor, isn't it? That's what you're doing, guy, your muscly guy. You're making me want to just like gag just a little because you haven't told me anything about your tomato sauce tomato tomato look i'm in australia from new york normally i'd say tomato but i feel peer pressure to say tomato i'm the weirdo if i say tomato so i'm saying tomato tomato (laughs) anyway tomato sauce guy don't tell don't make me have to go go find the guy who works here and tell me all about the different tomato sauces on the shelf this is ridiculous he's frustrating me so frustrating me can we do a study i you know i i'm about to sound mean I don't want to sound mean. I hate sounding mean. But a part of me does want to do a little IQ test of the people who say, if you want to know more about me, just ask. Just like do, do I, w- I would love a little study done of the IQ levels of those people compared to the people who actually write something about themselves. And my my assumption of that study would be that those who say, if you want uh, to just, those would <laughs> be significantly lower than the rest of the population. So frustrating, guys. And of course, he's wearing sunglasses, right? Okay. That's only in one of them. Uh, one of them He's wearing sunglasses. Uh, Two of them, he's, two of the photos, he's wearing sunglasses. Great muscles guy, great muscles. Oh, you want to know a secret? Here's a secret to the height thing, by the way, this just came to mind. There's a picture of him in a in a car and one of the little secrets ready for this. is This is a killer secret. If I didn't tell it to you guys in a previous episode, maybe I did, I don't know if I did. I feel like I didn't. Here's a little secret. If you wanna know what it could be like to stand in front of the person who you're looking at on the dating app, look at their selfie of them in the car and see where, this is the key, ready? See where their shoulders sit compared to the back of the seat. If you see a lot of seat behind them, you know they're small, (laughs) you know they're short. If you see their shoulders are overarching, the back of the seat, you know they're big because seats are pretty standard. Car seats are pretty standard in cars and you know that they're a big guy or a big girl if their shoulders reach a certain place on the seat. That's a giveaway for most of the time really on a person's height or at least their physical build and dimensions, like how big or small of a human they will be. So. If you wanna know more about me, just ask. I need a fun way to respond to that. I need to just like come up with a good joke. If you have a good idea, let me know. Cause I need to have some fun with these kind of profiles. Just ask, sorry. I hate being bitter. I hate looking down at anyone. I don't even like looking down on someone based on IQ. I think that's wrong because who knows what I, I haven't even formally done in my adult years anyway, any kind of IQ test. Uh, maybe when I was a child, there, was, there were some tests done and I ended up in honors classes because of them. But I don't know if it was an actual IQ test. I don't remember. I just remember being put into a room and given several tests and then I was put into a gifted and talented program. <laughs> and, then, and I was embarrassed to be in it because we were all nerds and I, I couldn't handle the social social pressure of being looked at like that. Anyway, so I left the gifted and talented program. And I shouldn't have. Anyway, no. I don't believe in shoulds. Don't shoot should on me. I did it. I did what was good for me then. Okay. So, <clears throat> So I don't like looking down on anyone, so I kind of feel bad about that earlier comment. I'm sorry, guy. Let's just let's just call it something else. Look, look. different people are blessed with certain attributes. Some people have long, strong arms. Some people have weak arms. Some people are really tall and can dunk a basket. Some people are really small and can get in small places. <laughs> this guy might not have part of the brain developed that I would need developed for a good conversation. So our conversation would probably be pretty poor. I'm swiping left despite your amazing muscles. Goodbye. Okay. So that brings us to the end of swiping with Cindy. And now I'm so excited to, and and not excited, kind of nervous to talk about the next segment, Impossible Mission. This is the Impossible Mission segment where I talk about my experience with my personal coach who's helping me with my mission, my dating mission to ultimately find what I call a boomless partner I have something that I call boom list you know when someone walks in the room and you just feel that boom emotion and that boom feeling can dissipate and disappear the more you get to know someone right well I'm looking for the things on the list that I've written that actually keep and maintain the boom for me and it's worked it've I've experienced it it works I've met people who come very close to it and just one of the things are missing it's a list of essential things it's not even demanding It's very essential, spiritual or emotional, basic needs things for me. And it's hard to find everyone, you know, someone who fits exactly that. But I'm very content waiting forever, if I must, to find that person. So I'm working with my coach on that. And there are a lot of small steps and small projects along the way, like leveling up myself with my health and fitness to make sure that I'm taking care of myself first. And then I continue to do that no matter who I date. So that's the hardest thing in this whole process is taking care of myself and learning to do that in the process of dating and, you know, ticking that boom list and finding the right guy. So what's so hard, and I've been hinting at it the whole time here, is that I did start dating someone and he seemed to tick some of, you know, some of the the things on my boom list, but not fully. And so I thought, I'll give it time. You know, I'll give it some time. Well, we kind of hit the dating thing pretty hard saw each other maybe five times in one week and the thing that has happened over the past what was it seven to ten days roughly of seeing this guy was that I thought there was a lot of potential and you know sexual attraction really does turn off part of the brain and little things that you compromise on one thing here one thing there of things that make you happy if you compromise on them for too long they can build up and kind of cause a resistance in you that you really can't explain and that's what was really happening over the past uh seven to ten days, my coach had gone away, she went away, and it took some time for her to get back on, you know, back uh, back to coaching again, and so, for so long, I didn't have her to reflect on whether this guy, you know, fits my needs or not, so it kind of went this long frame, long period of time without having her there to reflect on my dates with. Well, today I did, today, before recording this episode, I spent about an hour and a half with her, and I said, oh my gosh, I've needed you. I started slacking on my physical fitness. I started slacking on my dating. I feel my soul slipping away. I feel my desires. I something doesn't feel right. And so we spent like an hour and a half on a personal coaching conversation. And I got my dreams back in line. I got myself back in line. And I realized that little things were creeping into getting to know this guy. We hit hard. We were just, we just went all in. But I was forgetting the things that were really important to me. I, I, you know, I gave up working on my book. I'm, I'm writing, book guys well I already have a book online right now on Amazon but um, this one is relevant to everyone whereas the other one was relevant to people who want to understand the science of personal coaching it's really technical that one first one the second one is about human relationships and the boundaries of human relationships the boundaries that are in every human relationship It's a theory that I've developed and it's a hugely important work of my life and I said to myself I'm going to work on it on Friday for two hours and I said this to this guy and i said are you okay with that we ended up seeing each other and i kept pushing off the two hours pushing off the two hours and he's like are you gonna do it and it's like oh i can always do it tomorrow i felt like hell the next day for having done that pushing off something so important to me on top of that i also pushed off and just delayed my fitness regime so two very important things i was failing on uh for this guy also there were there were just some things there i i worked through my boom list with my personal coach today i went through the tick the checklist of things on it and yeah it sounds really formal but they're really just emotional things i went through the boom list in episode number two so you can always go back and check that out but i went through that and realized you know what he's he's not tick tick booming like there with me there are some things and in particular Obviously, I'm not saying his name here, so if he hears this, um, I want to know that I think he's amazing. But I realized that there were just some things that were just not aligning for the two of us. Like There can be two amazing people with amazing lives, and then the two come together, and someone or both of them become less amazing. And the opposite can happen, where two people with amazing lives come together, and then their lives become more amazing. And that's what I want. I'm losing some of my amazing I'm losing it because I'm slacking on my own self-care, especially in a self-care uh, fitness competition that I've been in. And then also the the work that I need to do, um, which is like a life work, lifetime, like it's like thing that's that I feel I can contribute to the world more than anything else is this book and this theory that will help everyone, I believe. So the fact that I kept pushing those things off and he didn't feel um and it's not his responsibility but you know he didn't feel like really pushing me towards those two things um even though uh, you know I admit I w- I would want that I admit I would want that but that's not him he's very kind and gentle in regard to that and wasn't going to and I'd want someone to be like no kick ass get your things done I need I need that I need that kind of dynamic and there are some other things that just happened so we went through the list uh, my personal coach and I today and I realized that after this podcast recording I'm going to have to tell him how I feel and um, yeah I I think I'm going to have to just call it off and the fact that I did not feel so excited last episode when I chatted to you guys about this the fact that I did not feel so excited in retrospect and I can only understand it in retrospect tells me and confirms to me that this is the right decision there are more details that I could get into but uh, it's not probably not necessary right now Um, let's just say the boom list items were not fully ticked and there are people who have come so close and have really come closer than this situation for me emotionally but it's very sad because people like myself you know get attached in some ways so that's the news <laughs> and i am kind of excited. I'm terrified because I'm going to have to have that conversation, oh, and I'll probably be doing it over video chat. But I'm also excited that now I'm letting both of us free to find people who are actually going to make that boom happen <laughs> equally, reciprocally. Reciproc- reciprocation is a very key word. Do we both feel powerfully or close to the same amount of powerful emotion at the same time? Or is one of us kind of eh, not fully into it and the other one's fully into it? Reciprocation is so important. And that is both of us feeling close, closely the same degree of emotion and connection. And I, I'm not feeling that. So I'm so excited to release both of us to, you know, you kind of feel it's, it's almost as subconscious pressure was building up on me very quickly. And I didn't even realize it. And yesterday, yesterday, I was eating. T- tons of food and I was like I only eat like this when I'm super stressed why am I eating like this why am I eating so much and I think that's what this actually points to I thought you know what what other things could it be could it be that I'm maybe too happy or something like that because I was you know uh, watching the blockchain videos but I, I really do trace it back now I only eat that much if I'm super stressed and I realized in my coaching call today that that's what was getting to me and I need to cut it off today and I feel a sense of relief and I also feel a sense of sadness I know it was not a, a long time that I dated this guy, but I'm the kind of person who gets a strong connection really quickly or no connection at all, or very, very little connection, which is close to no connection. <laughs> so I'm diving back into the market, which is why I just swiped with you guys today. Instead of giving you the formal, oh, I am seeing someone and out of respect for him. Da-da-da. So yeah, back to the swiping machine, which is so much fun. And. And, oh, did I say this to you guys? Yes, I did in the last episode. I'm so excited too because I'll be chatting with some Russian programmers tomorrow about a dating app that they're building and some feature ideas that I have for them that they loved and I love and I think the world desperately needs and I want them to build it just for me, just so I can use it. And one of them single and kind of cute. And he's a Russian programmer. <laughs> no, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I'm not, we're just We're just mates right now. Just mates. Just, just helping each other out. But I don't mind being amongst these kind of really kind of cute Russian programmers, you know, <laughs> it's kind of everything I like. Uh, that accent is great. Um, Aussie accent's beautiful too. Okay. And by the way, it's only a video chat. I'm not meeting with these guys in person. And I only expect to be giving them this information, hoping they build it and then see and then let me use it because it's a new kind of way of doing dating. And I want them to make it happen and I want to use it for me. Who knows what will happen beyond that, if anything. But I do love the conversation. All right. So what am I working on between now and my next personal coaching conversation? I, well, the thing that the action that I left uh, committed to from uh, talking with my coach today was to have that conversation with the guy that I have been kind of sort of seriously, semi-seriously, I don't know how to but dating. <laughs> and uh so that conversation used to be had soon after I end this podcast. Oh, it's so nerve-wracking. I'm so nervous. But excited, but sad, all these mix of emotions. And the other thing that I'll be working on is getting back on track with the fitness plan. So what I came to the conclusion with her is I feel so good with the progress that I see in the mirror. But food has such a powerful relationship with me um, that I just need to think of what is the ideal food scenario and work out what it is going to be every day. Because right now I've only been looking at the calorie deficit. I've only every day been thinking, how much have I eaten? How much do I have to burn to get some kind of a deficit? In in other words, just to get a a good difference between the amount that I've consumed and the amount that I've burned. Because that's the only and basic way that you'll ever lose weight. And there are a hundred ways to do it. Atkins diet, um, you know, no carb, all carb, low carb, Uh, 100 different diets that do it but they all come down to that is the deficit so what I'm going to do is um, actually spend time with my coach and work out what is my ideal food situation that actually tracks the amount of calories that looks at the calories that I'm actually consuming every day and I want to say limits them but uh, yeah it is it's going to limit them rather than just looking for a deficit every day as the number I'm going to look at the deficit yes but I'm primarily going to look for a consistent thing that I uh, menu that I eat every day and I can swap out items when I get sick and tired of them Um, but I'm going to actually create the same thing to eat every day um, with her um, because I already have the knowledge of what I've eaten so far what's worked and yeah and I can always change it anytime so that's my next step on the fitness plan fitness journey self-care making the very difficult 100 difficult decisions about fitness and and diet um, with her so all right, guys that brings me to the end of the impossible mission segment which is also the end of episode three. So as usual, I'm going to invite you to send me your thoughts and feelings and questions and comments, criticisms even. I welcome those to me in one of several ways. But the way that you'll find all of the ways to contact me is by going to mrsimpossible.com. And that uh, that'll bring you to a blog page currently. That's what it currently does. It might point to a different page in the future. But right now it brings you to a blog that I have written that lists the different ways for you to contact me. So mrsimpossible.com m-i-s-s-e-s-i-m-p-o-s-s-i-b-l-e mrs impossible m-i-s-s-e-s lots of ways to say mrs but m-i-s-s-e-s mrsimpossible.com and please yes I want to hear from you okay so Oliver can you please wish us farewell it is now time to execute your mission I do not wish you luck I wish you unstoppable Pure-hearted desire, clarity, and action.